everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from little warm Salt Lake City, Utah. Ish. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about little substitutions people have for belief. Yeah. When belief goes away, in, in like structured church goes away. We're going to be talking about the human brain mm. and its apparent need for something. For UFOs. For that. Believe it, you you have to believe in something. You are you have to believe in something. And I, I've chosen to believe in humanity. Mm, I don't think that's real. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that later on in the show. Uh, but before that, we, we what, what, what stories? Do we have anything interesting to tell these people? Dan, a very important thing is happening with Uh-oh. the Ark. Ark update, everyone. The Ark of the Covenant. Uh, no, the Ark of Kentucky. This is the Williamstown, Kentucky eyesore. Uh, the Ark Encounter, Ken Ham's wet dream come true. Come true. Crazy. <laughs> How did that happen, Dan? Uh, anyway, uh, he's been taken to Twitter, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he is on board, with? so to speak, with um, taking back the rainbow. Ah, the Christians ra- need to take back the rainbow, he oh. says, as we do at the Ark Encounter. I guess they light it up. In rainbow colors. Rainbow colors. We've been hearing this. Yeah. This is a theme we've been hearing from from pastors all over the place. Yeah. But now it's hit the Twitter sphere. Yeah. And it's big and there's been a reaction and a lot of making fun of Ken Ham. What? Uh, What could there be to make fun of? (laughs) There's nothing. (laughs) Uh, So uh, famously, of course, the rainbow flag has become an international uh, symbol of the LGBT rights movement. The gays! and That's uh, theirs now. Yeah, Gilbert Baker was the one who uh, put the first gay pride flag together at the behest of Harvey Milk in 1978. His name was Gilbert? Or, or Gilbert. <laughs> I, I just kind of love that. I don't know any Gilberts in my life. No. But it sounds like the name of a person who would make a rainbow pla- flag for gay people. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, it just took off. Okay. Big time. Yes. Uh, and it is internationally recognized right. as sort of the gay symbol now. It happened. And it's done. so we took it. It's ours. Yeah. Back off, bitch. <laughs> well, what's great is, no, keep keep flying your rainbow flag. We all know what it means. You yeah. can think it means something else if you want to. Right. And go ahead and fly it because great. Well, here's the deal. The rainbow flag is the symbol Right for yeah. the, for for the gay rights thing, right? Correct. And of course, we throw the we 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 gays like to throw the rainbow on a lot of anything, work it into you know gay uh, like support community support sure organization community organizations work it into the logo yeah. and that right yeah um, but there's not there's no reason why the Christians can't use the rainbow if they want to use the rainbow they can use the rainbow it's not trademarked or anything right but it means gay yeah go ahead and use it it but it could also remind them of the covenant that god made with his children (laughs) that he would never again flood the entire face of the planet (laughs) right they can also use it for that this ridiculous event that never occurred that we write (laughs) that that's in their book don't worry, that'll also never occur again. Right. So, 
that's fine. Yes, they can use it. Well, I, I, I think the gay community needs to be sort of the bigger person here, right? Well, and I say, agree with you. Please, please, you can use it. We're not, we're not gonna. It's not exclusive to us. Yeah, it it's, happens it's a in the sky. Rainbow magic. It's all it is is white light. You should be careful what you wish for. Broken my down to the spectrum. This is a slippery slope you're on, buddy. Because let me tell you something: unicorns are also in the Bible. They're going to try to start taking all of the gay icon iconographics back. Well, again, they can use unicorns however they want to. I, I think that this 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 world and you know and the spec. I think the yeah. spectrum is is broad enough like, like for everyone like the spectrum of visible light yes <laughs> and you know we could, we could also use slightly different hues if we want <laughs> right to. you guys get the lavender the mm. magenta the uh crimson Ooh. the uh what, maybe a nice a, a nice hunter green is that what you'd want or burnt umber yeah exactly uh and, oh, a fiery coral. Ooh, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Canary. Mm. Oh. Pastels. All the pastels are yours. <laughs> you get every pastel that there is. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should, by the way, I, I do, while we're on the Ark thing, I do want to mention last week we talked about how the Ark Encounter sold its. It sold itself to the nonprofit yes. section of its thing to, as a tax dodge. Yes. And then the state said, I just, we're not going to do the story. I guess I'm doing the story. But then the state said, oh, well, if you're going to do a tax dodge, then we're not going to give you the tax credits. And they were like, psych! And they sold it right back. So, Oh, my God. They should, if it's traded hands and that was good enough to get rid of the tax credit, they should just get they, rid of the tax credit. They really should. The but, state should just be like, fuck you guys. Well, yeah, the state should be like that, but they're not going to be like uh, that. That's, that's disappointing. Yeah. These people need to be, you know, abused a little at this point. <laughs> they really do. Well, I mean, they they were trying to avoid... They There is that new tax that, that's going on to, you know, every ticket or whatever. Oh, that they yeah. Have to, that they were trying to avoid. Well, screw them. No. What fuckers, you know? What greedy motherfuckers. Yep. Well, you know, homie, don't play that. You know, well, if homie's an American, he does. <laughs> but Ken Ham, Hammy shouldn't play that <laughs> because he's Australian. I think Australian, New Zealand. I don't know. New Zealandish. Uh, are they the same? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I just you pissed, just got yourself into some serious. I just pissed trouble. off our second largest geographic. <laughs> yes, uh, demographic. you did, Dan. We have he. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Why would you do that? I know that there's a difference between you two. I just haven't figured out what it is yet. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> it's, it's totally different. I know. Well, invite us down there, and, we'll, uh, and then we'll know the difference. And the American ear is so good at distinguishing the difference between, between the, two, <laughs> the two accents. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you how many people I've met who are, like, Australian and come here and tell me that, like, people assume that they are British, that they are South African. That they, like they, Really? Americans, you just talk funny, that's all. <laughs> what kind of funny talk is that? I don't know. Yeah, we, we have a hard time pinpointing accents. <laughs> well, you know. Except our own. Except our We're own. We're good about our own. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of British, I'm going to take us to London, England. We we, we might as well cover this, uh, considering that this is a story that got tweeted about, tweet checked by both Donald Trump and the Pope. Interesting. Do tell. We're going to talk about baby Charlie. Oh, baby Charlie. Charlie Guard. Uh, and I, I, this is not a cut and dry question for me. Okay. And so I'm going to throw it out to you and see where you land on it. All right. Tell me, tell me the story. Basically, what happened was uh, Charlie was born uh, 11 months ago. He had a rare genetic condition. He was suffering uh, from this and likely going to die. Mm. The hospital that he was in uh, in London didn't want him to be moved and, and basically told the parents there's nothing to be done. This, this child is just going to die. Well, the right. parents, as parents are wont to do, did some research and discovered an experimental therapy that they thought might help them in the U.S., Oh. And we're petitioning to get the kid to the U.S. And the hospital in England sued to keep the child there and to not let them take the child to the U.S. to pursue this therapy. Uh, Charlie recently, they recently uh, let dropped everything because Charlie had disintegrated. Just That's not the right word. Had deteriorated. There you go. To the point where uh, he they, he was just going to die. So they they stopped pursuing it and Ugh. just let it go. Charlie God. passed away. That's tragic. Uh, recently, I now this issue was turned into a pro life issue versus whatever. It was weird. Suddenly, all the religious right was on the side of these parents, and the left seemed to be fighting against these parents. Okay. And I'm not comfortable with that. Because, frankly, if I see a parent and they're trying to pursue anything they can to keep their child alive, even, yeah. if, even if the entire medical community except one person says, this will not work, you'll just be hurting your baby. Well, the baby's going to die otherwise. I am I'm all for letting them try whatever they want to try as long as they're I mean this becomes a, an issue when they won't seek medical interventions that they know would work right and for for religious reasons but that's not what this is at all so the hospital in London was saying we know what's best for the welfare of this baby right and this experimental treatment it won't work. There's no point in doing it. And but there are other doctors outside of the hospital saying it could work. I don't know that there were. Well, who's doing the experiment? Well, there's an experiment. They discovered a dis an experimental treatment in the U.S. and they wanted to try it. Right. So apparently, so, so the I don't know who are doing the experimental treatment. Must believe in it. I guess I don't know. I mean. Okay, so I never re I read three articles on this thing at least, and I never found anything about what the treatment was or who the treatment was or whatever. So the the entire establishment saying it's not going to work. At least the establishment in England is saying it's not going to work. But for me, it's like, what does anybody well, have to lose? What's the risk to the child at this point to the baby? I don't know. Is it worse than death? 
Because the risk to just doing nothing is there's no risk. He will definitely die with nothing. Right. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. The condition that he had, by the way, was called encephalo, encephalom, encephalomyopathic, encephalomyopathic mitochondrial DNA depletion syndrome. Oh, Wrap your mouth thing. around that. Right? Yeah. Uh, we all had I that. Had a bad in, case of that. In elementary school, we all suffered from E M D N A P S. But <laughs> that's terrible, Dan. D S. Why would Why would you Why would you say that? Um. Yeah. I just. I. I'm. I'm a little confused why this became a religious right versus everybody else. Question. Well, because the the religious right uh, likes to politicize anything they can. That's true. In the name of life. Yes. Um, However, they they also really like guns and uh, support the death penalty. Yeah. Usually, they're all about fighting for life when before it's actually born. Yeah. This they actually fought for some life that was alive. Right. It hadn't reached one yet. It wasn't able to crawl or whatever. But they fought for it, so good job. Just, you guys made it like 11 months out of the womb and still caring about life. So that's that's progress for them. Yeah. The Pope's, the Pope's tweet uh, was to defend human life above all when it is wounded by illness is a duty, to, is a duty of love that God entrusts to all. Now, I will say this about the Catholics. The Catholics are consistent on the issue of life. So you can't really call them out for the same level of hypocrisy. Oh, can't I? Okay. Uh, the president of the Pontifical Academy of Life, one Archbishop Vincenzo Paglia, uh, actually said that uh, Catholic teaching does not require life to be maintained at all costs, and said that people, quote, must recognize the limitations of what can be done. Okay. But they are anti-death penalty, right? Right, and they're, and 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 they're anti-abortion, and they're yeah, yeah. and yeah. anti. Though I don't think those two are related. End of life, in, you know, in, decision in like, in my your own, oh know, yeah yeah what they're, is that they're called they're euthanasia. Yeah, they're uh, against all that shit. Yeah, although I don't relate abortion to those other things. No, but they do. But they do. They do. Yeah. Um. Which is why I, f- I feel like there's some consistency in their whole thing, whereas mm. the evangelicals are terribly inconsistent on this right. this kind of issue. Um, it's really gross when like something like this becomes so political. Mm-hmm. It's 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 this this uh, this was a baby. Yeah, you know. With yeah, a, with Franklin, horror, with Franklin Graham condition. jumped on this bandwagon. That's just it's nasty. Uh, That's yeah. a, just a nasty affair opportunistic it really nastiness yeah god makes me feel gross yeah anyway there you go reminds me of what was the the woman down in florida uh oh sharon something or other susan something terry shivo terry shivo right there was a nest in there somewhere yeah (laughs) anyway all right dan yes there's a bill in the uh in congress at the moment. Okay. Uh, that, if passed, would criminalize speech in this country, 
critical of Israel. What? Yes. That's really important. Uh, it is uh, being, uh, there's a lot of support amongst congressional Democrats for it. Oh my God. Uh, and uh, listen to this. Anyone guilty of violating the prohibitions uh, will face a minimum civil penalty of $250,000 and a maximum criminal penalty of $1 million and 20 years in prison. That, that can't be real. That, I, I, I found this on Huffington Post. Oh, my God. And then I did a couple other searches and found the similar articles elsewhere that's so if it's a if it's a weird fucking hoax it's it's a hit multiple if news it's organizations and if it is real like so who's sponsoring it and like what where is this coming from do you saying democrats are supporting this yeah so there's uh the israel lobby uh yeah. the american israel public affairs committee uh and some associated organizations uh have been pushing the democrats uh to uh to support this bill i mean so here's the thing yes there's a lot of pro-israel money in politics right and so i they so there's a lot of like preferential treatment that israel gets because of that and a lot of really interesting sort of carve outs this this article uh compares this group's influence on the Democratic Party to the NRA's, the National Rifle Association's influence on the GOP. That sounds fair to me. You I know. mean, that this is this, it, it, it. It's lunacy. It, it's beyond. There's and, no rational thought left in any of it. Well, be, and what's equally disgusting about the whole thing is that it's it's clearly also just a statement piece to scare a few people who then get prosecuted who are then it's going to go to the supreme court and the whole thing gets fucking thrown out because right it would never withstand any first amendment challenge right, right exactly never i mean, I mean this is, trust this is me disgusting if this happened i would be the first guy ragging on israel well and it's it's a fairly specific rag as well that you have to do oh really um, it has to do with you have um, to say Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> no, it has to do with uh, supporting boycotts specifically against Israel. I'm totally fine with supporting boycotts against Israel, yeah. but that that's that's the real trigger here. Like you can Great. You, you can say Israel is dirty and gross, and I hate it. Right? You could say that, right? And you're probably going to be fine. And right? their fashion is bad. <laughs> Jesus, get a new look, guys. Nobody needs that much black in their wardrobe. <laughs> we get it. Right. It's useful to have black. Right. It goes with everything. Have you heard of a natural fiber? God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, this is felony level. Uh, wow. And uh, so forth and so on. So it'll be interesting to see uh, this thing obviously not pass um right there's no way it passes but the fact that i mean so this is one of those sort of bills that brought to the floor to prove to a lobbyist that you're fighting for them so that or so that they can go to their constituents and their people and say look at what we've tried to do but it was blocked by these evil people or whatever but like yeah nobody no american regardless of your stance on israel regardless of your position as a prominent Jew, whatever, nobody should be, no American should support this bill. 
No. Like, nobody should even want a bill like this to, to rear its head. These, these members of Congress should be laughing these lobbyists out of their office and say, give me a bill I can run. Right. I'll run bills that you like that aren't gross violations of our some found of oh, oh, oh. our most basic founding principles. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We you can't even make a law like that about our own country. <laughs> you can't make a law about like you can't defame our own country. Right. But you can make a law that but you can decide that you can put forward a law that says you can't. Yeah. Talk bad about yeah. another country. No, I know. And I know. No. It does seem it seems a little too much, but yeah, it's uh, it's happening. That's yeah, it's just shocking. So gross. Hey, uh, I, I'm going to move on to even more fun. Uh, do you remember we've talked about the North Carolina church run by uh, one Miss Jane Whaley uh, that like was recently lesbian? In the... No. Oh. No, crazy uh, lady who, like, beat her parishioners and had them beaten and, and like, remember there was this oh, whole Oh, that thing. one. Yeah. Yeah. You remember all this? Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. She's yes. a nutball and that whole church is, like, super insular and no one's allowed to talk to anybody else. It's very culty. Be beaten. Yeah. It's very culty and it's very scary and, and like, blah, blah, blah. Well, he, that has gotten worse uh, new really? allegations have come to light. How is that possible? Well, so they had a congregation or a couple congregations in Brazil uh, that, that they, were associated with the, them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, they had congregations in Brazil, and they would go to young Brazilians and say, "Hey, come join the congregation in America," which. They would, which at which chance these Brazilians would jump, right? Gleefully, right? So on the plane they get, fly over, land uh, on a tourist visa or sometimes a uh, a student visa, land in these United States, and immediately the church would take away their passports and their papers, and then basically force them into slavery. They would keep, they would set them to work in construction sites they would put them to work as janitors they basically kept them as slave labor they they trafficked them from brazil what and then just made them work either on either for the church or for the businesses owned by higher ups in the church it's an inspired woman Really, like some amazing stuff happening there in North Carolina, or is it sorry, South? No, North Carolina, North Carolina. Who can really tell the difference? They're the same thing. <laughs> it's it's like Australia and New Zealand. It's the same. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no one knows how many people have been through this, but what in for like? What, I mean, the what, play- what about these people's families in Brazil? They must like. It must be like where where is you know Javier or whatever I don't I can't pull a Portuguese name off the top of my head right well here's one for you uh one Mister uh, Andre Oliveira uh, who who was one of the people who is now speaking out about this uh, former parishioners did try to let uh, authorities in the U S know and uh, n- so far nothing's been done. Now they won't freedom come. of religion. Well, 
There's something. You know, I mean, I, mean, I think on. U.S. attorneys woman alone. They need to leave her alone. Freedom of religion, right. people. Freedom of religion. She can enslave whoever she wants to <laughs> because she owns a, a church. It's a tradition in the South. Yeah. Enslaving of people from foreign lands for religious with, with a religious purpose. Oh my God. Apparently they've been, uh, uh, of course, in keeping with uh, their their uh, other practices, they've been beating them as well and verbally <laughs> abusing them. Uh, what a what horrible! I just I don't even have anything to say. Yeah. I don't have anything to say that it's, is, that isn't just so fucking obvious yeah. about how horrible of people these are. Yeah, it's amazing. And how did they get away with this? How was this possible to get away with? For years. How? My guess is um, human trafficking is probably a little easier than you think. It must be. And <laughs> that's saying that. horrifying. I hate saying that. But it, it clearly. I mean, the fact that it happens. You can use some intimidation. and Yeah, you just don't. You just tell them, look, no one's going to believe anything you say. You don't even speak English anyway. Right. You can't tell anybody about this. God wants you to do this and you're you don't you can't defy god well, i hope they they're not still believing in the you, cult you know some of them probably they do probably were yeah and you know it's it's a uh, it, they're wacky things these human brains they are they do some really weird tricks well imagine in, being thrown yeah. into a foreign country right not having resources yeah right to begin with and then finding and then being in a foreign country and the people who brought you there are the only ones that you know. Right. And they've limited your ability to communicate with the outside world and to ah, be terrifying and weird. And yeah, you'd probably fall in line. Yeah. For 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 their part, the uh the church denies all all wrongdoing, uh, including in Brazil, the uh, the pastor in Brazil um, said that they they called the former members' accusations quote many lies and distorted facts, and the uh, the pastors uh, at the World of Faith Fellowship uh, in North Carolina, they apparently of them uh, this pastor said they are good people they live God's love. Uh, and in trying to help other people, they have been slandered. Oh. Isn't that sad? Well, maybe what? it wasn't like slavery, slavery. Maybe it was more like, <laughs> you know, diet slavery. Like, they probably uh, didn't have, like, whips. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was probably mostly was, psychological torture. And yeah, not physical. and probably a little bit more like, I don't know, like some indentured servitude. Yeah. Or like that. Not, I mean, not like full-on slavery, slavery. Think of it more like a feudal system. Where the pastor mm. is your lord, and you are, and you, he owns you. You are uh, under their uh, care, protection, and uh, and and subject to their orders. Yeah. What's so wrong with this, that? This world operated that way for a very long time. Chivalry is dead, people. Literally, <laughs> one hopes. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, it is not. Oh, oh man, Dan. man alive! This world's getting—it's—it's it's alarming. Yeah. Well, here's some dead people. Oh, good. Who? <laughs> what a great way to start a story. <laughs> <laughs> who weren't actually dead in the way that 
the Bible would want you to think that they were dead. Oh, no. Have you ever heard of the ancient Canaanites? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. The Bible loves talking and mentioning the Canaanites. The Canaanites. They're kind of ragging on them, right? Yeah. They were sort of these brutish folk that lived they in were the, the land of Canaan. They were the worst. They were the worst. They were idolatrous. They were, they were like wicked. So gross. They were just terrible. And the Lord said unto them. But they were quite... They, they had a powerful little system in place, right? Their cities were well fortified. Oh. The people were large, apparently, <laughs> at least according to the Bible. Uh, and uh, they sort of lived in the, the area of Jordan, Lebanon, uh, Syria, Israel, mm. Mm. and the Palestinian territories. Right? Sure. And so the Middle East. S- some of it, yeah. <laughs> a large part of it, yeah. yes. Uh, so they... Um, According to the Bible, the uh, the Israelites, the ancient Hebrews, uh, wiped out the Canaanites. Mm. They were ordered by God. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember. You, sh- you shall not leave alive anything that breathes. Right. Kill them all. This, that's what that's but, the Canaanites. Uh-huh. But you shall utterly destroy them. Right. This is God. And they did it. And they did it. They according went through to the Bible and killed every last motherfucking one of them. This is Jericho, right? This is the the, the walls of Jericho, yeah. the destruction of Jericho. Yeah, blah. Something blah. about a trumpet right. in there at some point, marching around. I can't remember everything they did. They like walked around the city and then didn't the they knock crumbled. down the wall with the trumpet? Something. Yeah. Yeah. The walls fell. Fell. I the know walls, that. Yeah. And the the and they were. Uh, victorious. Yeah. And they killed them all. You're good. Well, not so according to science. What? Again? And with the science disproving? <laughs> what? <laughs> DNA. Damn you, science. Uh, so they've been able to compare uh, ancient findings of, uh, you know, skeletal remains and human remains uh, in, uh, in the region. Yeah. Uh, that uh, are, those would be the bones of Canaanites, right? Yeah. And oh. so they've been able to compare that with modern populations. And it turns out Ooh. that modern uh, Lebanese people uh, have uh, share 93% of their ancestry with uh, these Bronze Age samples, right? They didn't get them all. They clearly didn't get very many of them. At all. If any of it ever happened, which it, it didn't, didn't because it's in the Bible and that's just a bunch of lies. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So this is um, according to a uh, geneticist at Harvard who yeah. was not involved in the study. Okay. Uh, he says, based on this study, it turns out that people who lived in Lebanon almost 4,000 years ago were quite similar to the people who live there today. Um, is this... Uh, yeah, and the conclusion is clear, he says. Um, and what's interesting is we don't really know a lot about the Canaanites. Um, no. It's possible that uh, l- most of their writings and whatnot and records were kept on like a parchment or some kind of papyrus or something. Like, where... well, like, like floppy disk, and we don't even have the drives to read it anymore. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, we know a lot about the Egyptians because they used you know, more sort of durable surfaces. Right. Uh, you chisel that thing into stone, we're, yeah. we're going to see it. Yeah, and then we can take a couple thousand years deciphering what it says right. and whatnot. 
Uh, By the way, I looked up uh, in the book of Joshua what happened to that wall. Yeah. We were both right. Oh. They circled the walls once per day for, for the first six days, then circled the walls seven times on the final day. Wow. And then blew trumpets uh, of Rams, ram's horns. Oh, those. And ones. shouted. Yeah. And down they came. Yeah. That sounds totally plausible to me. What? If you want to take down a wall. Come on, fucking wall. Keep wa- walk around ah. it a bunch. Uh-huh. I mean, a bunch. You got to take a week of walking around this thing. Well, this is how you're showing God that you're faithful. <laughs> it's the stupidest you thing. Su- you support him and whatever he decides to do to the wall. Yeah. I, uh, I want to meet more Bible literalists. But, just to look in their eye. I don't need to have an argument with them. I just want to see who you are. Because if you've read it at all, you know it's stupid. It's too stupid to possibly be real. Um, yeah. Well, what were the people? Were the Jerichoites doing while all this was happening? Right. Were they just like, what the what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah. What? I'm guessing they were watching. They're just looking down on them, like they they're they're walking around it again. <laughs> they're just walking around. What are they doing? Oh, here's these ram's horns again. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's got the trumpet. Whoa, whoa. These Hebrews and their ram horn, ram's horns. Did you, did you feel the wall move? It feels <laughs> like it's moving. Stop shouting. Stop shouting. You're making our wall come down. Yeah. No, that's not how that goes. <laughs> uh, well, it was I, very loud shouting, Dan. I'm, yeah, it was. And angry. Ah! And I don't know if you've heard he, the Hebrew language. It, it could take down walls. It'll take down a wall. <laughs> you get enough of that <laughs> sound in there, you're yeah. going to take down some walls. Yeah. I think I just peeled some paint off of my wall here in the room just with that. Anyway, I'm going to take us far away from Jerusalem. <laughs> Good. Or from Canaan. Canaan. Can- yeah. The from land Jericho. of Canaan. I'm taking us far away from Jericho. Descendants of Ham. <laughs> yeah. And that they're evil because uh, we know that because Jews don't eat ham. So that's how we know. Just, you suck so bad sometimes. <laughs> uh, how far away do you think we can get from that geographic location? Space! Oh, I was going to Fairbanks. The final frontier. I thought Fairbanks was going to be a good guess. That was going to be a good guess, but no, we're going okay. light years away. Space, all right. Let's do it. As you may be excited about, I'm assuming you know this. There's a new Star Trek that's going to be coming out. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Will be coming out. Ugh. And uh, and uh, people are getting excited. Trekkies like you. Yeah. I'm going to point out that you're wearing a Star Trek shirt as we talk, <laughs> as we are speaking. So. It's true. You are, uh, you're in, you're enough of a Trek nerd that. that yeah. I mean, Yeah. I'm a little upset with how CBS is releasing it, but whatever. Isn't it going to, like, Netflix or something? I thought it was a... No, I think it's a CBS thing. Okay. Because CBS, so you probably read that there's going to be online distribution. You have to pay to get behind CBS's firewall. Oh, of it. course. So you have to pay for this subscription to a stupid service that is pointless. Yeah, but let's not pretend that you or one of your nerd friends isn't going to do that. And you're all going to get together and watch. Uh, I can think of someone who will probably pay for it. Yeah. Anywho, going on, uh, there's been a bit of a dust up about oh. surrounding this new thing. Uh, a story came out in Entertainment Weekly um, 
Oh, is this about them kicking the showrunner off? No, this is about British actor Jason Isaacs, who plays uh, the captain uh, of a ship. Ad-libbed a line, as actors sometimes are wont to do. The line he ad-libbed was, oh, for God's sakes. Uh, Oh, that's terrible. At which point, the writer stopped filming and told him not to say that line. Right, there's no God in this universe. And he said, wait, I can't say God? He said, I thought I could say God or damn, but not God damn. To which the writer said, no, 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 no. It's not about the swearing element of it. Right. There's no God in this universe. Right. Yeah. Gene Roddenboogie yeah. uh, specifically created this world to exist post-religion. Yeah. Well, I guess a lot of people didn't realize that. No. So it's uh, one of the hallmarks of the show. It's why it was such a delightful thing to watch as a young budding atheist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are some people who are angry about it. But yes, oh, no. uh, this this offhand uh, anecdote was uh, was was caused a bit of a a, a a bit of a do. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was always a little uncomfortable with Star Trek five where they the go, movie. Uh huh. Where they go and uh, like they they're looking they're looking to find God. They don't actually find oh, yeah. the real God, but they're like all sort of. There's a few of them who are like on this mission, including well Spock's brother. I can't forget his name. Yeah, why? Right. I mean, and why? And to go why would God. they just say God instead of a God? Because you'd think that like, yeah, it's annoying. That's an annoying thing. Yeah, and so I I had problems with that. Uh, but I mean, I mean, you, you heard it, you said the line and I knew immediately and I hadn't seen the story right immediately what the problem would be. Yep. Yep. And I would have said the same thing had I been on that set. Yeah. Running it, you know, Yeah, they don't, they don't want that. They want nothing to do with your, uh, with your God. No. So we can only, I mean, Gene, Gene, it sounds to me like Roddenberry has, has, has dreamt of a utopia. Well, it's a post-scarcity economy right. that is atheist. Right. And and God bless them. Yeah. I can't it's, wait. It's beautiful. I won't I won't live to see it, but no. No. One hopes that it will Nor actually Nor will occur. I in the you know, I am younger than you. You always forget that. Oh, well, that's true. But uh Beecher men live forever. So. Yeah. Well, that's nice. He's he's one month younger than I, am, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but you always hit the the good ones first. That's true. Yeah, I was forty before you. Yep, I blazed that trail. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have anything you'd like to say about Star Trek or being forty or whatever, uh, please feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com, or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight. 442. Yeah, we tested that line to make sure it was still working cuz y'all ain't calling in, but feel free to do so. We like it when you when you when you call in. Yeah. Um or you should also go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/tgiatheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. We will indeed. Hey, Dan. Yeah? Uh, you like listening to crazy, right? Oh, it's 
it's one of my favorite pastimes. Wayne, and we've got something for for you folks. This is uh, Wayne Allen Root. Oh. Who is Wayne Allen Root? He's just a radio guy. Some... He's a commentator. He's a, he is he's a conspiracy theorist sort of guy. Uh, yeah. And he is. Oh, he nails it on this one. Well, yeah, he's got something offensive to say, <laughs> and he says it. Brilliant Donald Trump cements his support among every conservative, every Christian, every evangelical Christian, and every straight white male in America. He bans transgenders from serving in the U.S. military. A small issue, an unimportant issue, but a huge issue that says it all. We are back. America is back. Thank God for Donald Trump. Thank God for common sense. And you're talking to a guy who's ultra conservative like Ronald Reagan or Donald Trump or my hero Jack Kemp, Barry Goldwater on every economic issue, but on most social issues, I'm libertarian. Do whatever you want in your bedroom. I don't care. But we've had it with this transgender issue. Stupidest thing I've ever heard. You want to be a transgender? Be a transgender. No one's against you. You could be a transgender. How's that for liberal? I don't care. You don't bother me. Do whatever you want in your bedroom. But you can't go in the military. You cannot serve alongside the, the men and women who are fighting to save America. Don't want to be in the, in the uh, battlefront or in the uh, foxholes with he, she. Just the way it is. Common sense. Destroy the fighting spirit. Destroy the morale. Donald Trump says no more. I spoke to the generals. I spoke to the admirals. And they don't want transgenders. So that's just too bad. You don't get to fight in the military. You don't have a right. Right. Where did the U.S. Constitution say you have a right to not know if you have a penis or vagina and sit in a foxhole and shoot people? Because you don't have what it takes to sit in a foxhole and shoot people. And the other men who do don't want to sit in a foxhole with you. They're scared of you. They're not scared of murdering communists. They're not scared of crazy murdering set you on fire Muslims. They're scared of you who don't know if you have a penis or a vagina. That's who scares most straight men. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> they don't want to be near you. It's like... uh a freaking nightmare at Elm Street. If they see a bunch of transgenders walking for them, towards them who don't know if they're a man or a woman, and they look like a woman but talk like this, or look like a man and talk like this, you got to be joking. That's a military fighting force? And how about this one? They get in the army just so that you, the taxpayer, can spend hundred and fifty grand to change their penis to a vagina. Well, no more. Those days are done. Real men are in charge of the United States of America again. Not the sissies called liberal men. Those days are over. The military is for real men. Because your children's lives are on the line. Oh. We're back. America's back. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God America's back. Thank God we for Donald men. Trump. Real men in charge. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump is a real man. Not these sissies called liberals who... Who are, yeah, we're sissies. Oh. Me sitting here being not afraid of yeah. someone who is trans, that's being a sissy. Yeah. He's, he, he just went into a rant about how the, these conservatives are afraid, literally afraid right. of transgendered people. But they're real men. But we're the sissies. Right. I'm the sissy. Yeah. Which, by the way, well, uh, Wayne Allen Root, I could fucking take you in a heartbeat, you old bastard so you know well, let's let's try the sissy thing try it, it out see also, what happens also um i guarantee you there are few sissier men out there than donald trump right that man is a fucking prima donna sissy if he got a splinter he'd cry for a month yeah that's like, yeah the, the, like let's not fool ourselves about how butch this man is oh no he's a real man <laughs> 
He's he's willing to stand up against <laughs> people who don't know if they have a penis or a vagina. I'm pretty sure people know. No, they don't know. Transgender people they know. Look, they look down and they like, I can't figure it out. I, I can't tell if, I, if I've got a penis or a vagina. Didn't he say vagina? Is that what you heard? Uh, something like that. I'm pretty, heard, I, pretty sure I heard vagina. And also, that's not the definition of gender. No. That doesn't decide anything. No. And they all know what they've got. Like, this is... There's... This man... I mean, he's obviously being purposefully disingenuous and, like, trying to confuse whatever the issue... Uh, whatever the issue... No, of, I think he's this stupid. But I, he I like is also stupid. really stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, because this is how he decides to go... Do whatever you want in the bedroom. This is not about a, the this bedroom. This not a bedroom issue at all. Not, that's not... This is not sexuality. Trans no. Nothing to do with it. Well, there you go. Uh, Wayne Allen Root is is uh, very happy with the way with the direction things are going. Uh, I don't know. I don't know this whole transgender ban from uh, the military is not. It's, it's that's that's a that's a horrific thing that I think will probably not hold up. No, there will be one court case and it'll just be struck down. Yeah. I heard the actual number. I can't remember what the actual number was of, you know, of uh, transgender. Um, trans people in the military? Trans people in the military, yeah. And they, uh, it's it's higher, much higher than I would have thought. Thousands. Thousands. Like tens of thousands. Yeah. Or a ten of thousands or something. Somewhere, yeah. In the low tens of thousands, possibly. Right. And that that really surprised me. And I think that to target people who are... You know, doing one of the tougher things there is yeah. in life, and being doing a, and being doing, a member of the military is not is no cakewalk. And if you if you and, suck at it, they will get rid of you. Yeah. So they're doing a fine job. Yeah. There's a bunch of trans people in in the military who are doing a good job. Yeah. And uh, and but we need to get rid of them. And by the way, uh, just to be clear, Trump talked to no generals about this. No. Trump claimed he tweeted that he did he no. had. He talked to zero generals no about this. No current generals. They all are fine with it. Everybody's dealt with it. Yeah. The the soldiers in the in the foxholes, apparently there are foxholes still, and the soldiers who are in them, they're dealing. It's okay. Anyway. It's, it's you know, military 101. You have to dig a foxhole. You, first thing, first first thing, thing you, you do, learn. you get off of the helicopter and you take to digging. <laughs> Wherever you land, you just get that little shovel out and you start digging. Find a fox. Uh, dig a hole. Oh, Lord. Well, we had a couple folks write into us. Uh, not a lot of communication from the outside world. Uh, we, we do still have listeners, I think. But uh, not a lot of them wrote into us this week. Uh, we did have Anna Lynn write in. Um, you'll recall that you and I were talking about uh, growing up as young Mormon boys, and we were we mentioned getting confused about uh, presidents of the LDS Church versus oh, presidents yeah. of the United States of America. Yeah, because they they all have old timey names. Right, right. And I had mentioned, I think, uh, uh, Wilford Woodruff, and but. What's funny is I, I think somebody who's obviously the Mormon. Right. Yeah. And then I realized now I realize that Anna Lynn has written into us and made me realize that that's not why he jumped to my mind. He jumped to my mind for another reason, because I am in the same boat as Anna Lynn. Here's what she wrote. Uh, hey, Frank and Dan, at the end of the last episode, you talked about confusing presidents of the church with 
presidents of the United States. The two I always confused were Woodrow Wilson and Wilford Woodruff. Oh, yeah. And I said my, uh, yes, my, that my husband, uh, just I said that to my husband just as you said Woodruff was so distinct. Just thought it was funny. Yeah. That's why he jumped to my mind because I made that same confusion. So you were confused about what you were confused about. I was confused about my own confusion. <laughs> the confusion of me was you were, confused. You were really confused. Yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> but yes, I always got those mixed up because you, what are the odds that there are going to be two double W guys yeah. with weirdo names? Yeah. We had a president named Woodrow. I'm just going to point that out. The United what a great name. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes, Annalyn, thanks for writing in. Uh, we also had, uh, brace yourself, kids, if you think my jokes were bad. Uh-oh. St. Bill has written us a joke. Uh, uh, he said, he, so we were talking about the, the this is the place story yeah. of Brigham Young entering the Salt Lake Valley. He said, after listening to your story about Brigham and This is the Place, I thought I might share a story as I heard it in college. After months of travel, the scouts came running back to the covered wagon where Brigham and his family were traveling. We found it, the perfect place where God has chosen for us. It's a beautiful, fertile valley with fresh, clear water, with a clear, freshwater lake filled with fish of all types. Uh, All we will have to do is all we will have to do is rest and catch fish and fuck all day. And Brigham smiled and suddenly heard his wives giggling in the wagon. He looked at the scouts and said, Salt the lake. And that's how the Great Salt Lake got salty, because yeah. Brigham Young didn't want to fuck all of his wives, I guess. Yeah. But um, did you see them? I've seen some of them. Some of those pictures are harrowing. Comely, handsome women. One and all. What was uh, Mark Twain's thing about? The Mormon women. I don't. I don't know. Oh, he had a line about the Mormon women. Oh, uh, do you remember it? It was so something I... about how charitable the Mormon men must be. Or something. <laughs> it, it, it was, you know, that's funny. I can't. I can't remember the full gist of it. Yeah, but. something along that. There you go. Well, we had some folks. Uh, do Do we have some people to thank? We do have people to thank. Actually, we have a handful of people to thank. Oh, actually. Uh, I believe we got something wrong last week. Oh dear! So I wanted there was a correction. We made a big deal about James coming back, coming as a, back as our Lord being and resurrected, as it were. Yeah, and I think we were wrong about that. There, actually, I was looking more closely, and the name, the last name of this James, is different from the other one. So our big to do last week that was for a different James. We so didn't. We didn't. We didn't properly thank. The actual the Lord. The actual James. We, we were worshiping the lo- the wrong Lord and Savior. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, James, we beg your forgiveness. However. What? This week, old James, former God of our hearts, has risen from the dead. And a new resurrection. And has joined James. What? The two Jameses, they're tied. Praise be. <laughs> so thank you, James and James. Wait. James squared. Are we polytheists now? Oh, I guess we are. We have two lords and saviors. We have the ability. Uh, the ability. A, a, a duality. A duality. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, so thank you to them. And uh, thanks go to uh, three new faithful members. We have George, uh, Einer, and Matthew. 
And then we have a new venerable WTF. Oh. Awesome. Thank you very much. What and then the we, Frank? What the <laughs> And then we have a uh, a uh, new I don't know what this level is. <laughs> I, I lost my, my cheat sheet. So you are awesome and amazing and something very holy, Christopher. Is Christopher like a Pope? No, it's not. It's not, it's not quite, Pope. Not Pope level. I know it's not Pope. Uh, beatified. Beatified. Or venerated. Or something. Venerable. Okay, so we suck at this. Faithful, venerable, and beatified. I think he's beatified. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Christopher. You, you guys. This is amazing. This was an amazing week. We got... I think it is a holy week. Yeah. It is a it is a week of, of holy ce- uh, uh, celebration. Yeah. Uh Thank you guys so much. Uh, your your support, your generous, kind support is so appreciated. And uh, we now have multiple Jameses to worship. <laughs> so, And if you'd like to get in the running, you can do so. Go visit our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and look for the support. Tab. We have been asked at times uh, how much it would take to unseat our lords and saviors. Uh, we don't reveal that. It is not something that we can actually reveal. But if you would like to, I say make a run at it. We had Angela as our Lord and Savior for like a hot second. Yeah. And then the Jameses came roaring back at us. Oh, yeah, there. So Angie, Angela, Angela may make another another bid for this. It is, it is a hotly contested race for Lord and Savior right now. <laughs> but we have two of them. It's so, amazing. Uh, so we bless you all in the name of James... And James. Amen. Amen. Well, Frank. Yeah? You sent me an article. Uh, I did, yeah. That I found very interesting, that we both uh, were, were very interested in. This is from the New York Times. Yeah. Uh, the headline of which, I'll just read the headline. Yeah, because it sums it up perfectly. Because I didn't read the rest of the article. Shut up. The headline says, don't believe in God? Maybe you'll try UFOs. Yeah. And it, uh, and it struck a chord with us. Yeah. Because one of the things, one of the strange phenomena that I've seen, and, I, and you've observed it in others as well, mm-hmm. uh, is this phenomenon of leaving... Organized religion, mm-hmm. whatever church you belonged to, mm-hmm. and then replacing it yeah. with some other thing. Yeah, um, I'm sure we have listeners now that uh, that believe in some thing. Yeah, that isn't God. Yeah, they are atheists, <laughs> but they've they've got something going on. But there's no real evidence for it, right? Not, not in any real sort of way. I mean, the UFO ones is is really interesting one because you know they're quote-unquote sightings there are lots of people who claim to have seen uh something that yeah. cannot be explained but here's the, the thing a, a large number of people who've never seen a ufo but still believe in the ufos i'm gonna admit something to you what's that i have seen a ufo did you now i have really uh only in the actual sense of what those letters stand for which is to say i could not identify the flying object that i right. saw right so as long as you take this approach, which is to say, I saw an unidentified flying object, 
take the agnostic approach. Right. And say, <laughs> about look, UFOs. it's not identified. Uh-huh. I don't know what that was. It was strange. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't, but I don't know what it was. But no, it would. It's when you get what into we're the talking area about is that, is, that, is is that people are establishing beliefs around uh-huh. these concept these things, right? Uh, and it's not just UFOs, Taking of course. Conclusions, yeah. Uh, you were telling me about uh, about a well, guy you worked with. Yeah, well, yeah, a couple people actually that I work with who uh, recently did an ayahuasca ceremony. Ooh, fancy! Yeah, for uh, those of you who don't know, this is a a drug. Yeah, that is uh, made of of plants from South America. Yeah, and it uh, induces a fairly intense uh, hallucinogenic experience. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, and uh, and you know, so I was kind of just asking them. Uh, one of them had a fairly horrible. I, he doesn't even want to call it a horrible experience. A very difficult experience. A very yeah. hard time on ayahuasca mm. um brought up a lot of things i mean he, he they both talk about the work that they need to do you know around the the things that were brought up well i'll tell you i you know i i've met a lot of people who have have done ayahuasca and this is a thing you don't do this drug just sort of on your own no you, there's a ceremony involved and there's yeah. a shaman there there's a guy there a guide yeah. guiding you through it and there's a there's people helpers and right buckets yeah, what are the buckets for? Because everybody pukes. Yeah, purges, as they call it. Apparently. I call it vomiting, and yeah. it sounds not very fun. Yeah, um, but nonetheless. Um, so yeah, so he had a rough time, and then um, the the other uh, coworker had a, quite a, a beautiful experience. She she said it was amazing, right? And powerful, and and brought up some things that she feels like she has to address and. No, none of gone, but. none of that do I have a problem with yet. You haven't said anything to which I would object. Yeah, I, the word that gets me that's always associated with this is the shaman. Mm. And shamans, you know, it just boy, that's a word with some baggage. It's a loaded word, yeah. and it almost always carries with it some sort of spiritual element. Yeah, and when you ask them to explain what spiritual means, yeah, I don't think they'll have an answer for that. The word spiritual is thrown around a lot and often thrown around by like atheists who have abandoned their religion. And then I say, so what do you mean by spiritual? And I don't ever get a satisfactory answer. I'm never satisfied. Now, maybe Mm. they're satisfied with their answer, but I am never satisfied with. I am spiritual, but not religious. Well, what is spiritual? What are they saying that you don't like? Usually I get something about, well. Uh, I feel connected. I feel some sort of connection to other people and as you should to the universe and to the yeah. earth or whatever. And I'm like, mm, okay, but you're applying a meaning to that. All right. And I don't, and nobody ever, and nobody, you know, it's just this feeling or it, 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 it's always incredibly, I don't know. I feel like I'm expected to know what the hell it means. And I never can under I never can put my finger on it. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Like I think that if uh, I th- I think it would be nice to be able to use that word to sum up a combination of awe and reverence that one can experience in various different ways. You know, in nature. You okay, know? like I mean I f- I love 
nature and I, yeah. I regularly go into our mountains or look at our mountains here in Salt Lake City and just am struck yeah. by their beauty and their majesty. Right. Uh, but, but I don't know. But like to assign meaning to that beyond there right, were earthquakes that pushed tectonic plates up. I, I don't think that you have to ascribe meaning. I think that you have to, you know, that, that when you think about your place in sort of the universe, right? Mm. And the the humbling, you know, uh, reality of how insignificant we are and how small we are right. and how, what a tiny, tiny, impossibly small dot of the universe we occupy. Right. Right. Like, I think it's, I don't know, like this, and I'm not even really describing my own sort of state of mind, but I'm saying, wouldn't it be nice to have a catch-all word that, that could, I... could collect up all of these things that we feel that, 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 that help us, that, that, that define this strange human condition? Right. Sort of existential angst yeah. of, of the hu of humanity. Yeah, I, you know, there's this, but it, I, but the word spiritual never meant that for me when I had it in my active daily use. Right, right. In a in a religious setting. Right. That's not what it was. I know because I knew what that because the base of the was. word is spirit, and that's that doesn't seem like. So this is we're running into a situation where we need a new word. Yeah, maybe. I, but I mean, even acknowledging that, I just I you know. One of the things that you and I don't understand, and we've we've talked about this before, and I and this is just where we where our brains go. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we that we understand the there. I think that there are different kinds of human brains, and mm -hmm. some of those brains all but require mm -hmm. a, a a belief system larger than just whatever's available to our understanding. Mm. There needs to be something, and that's part of what this article uh, in the in the New York Times talks about about studies um, that uh, the the talk about the, like people who do not frequently attend church uh -huh. are twice as likely to believe in ghosts as those who are regular churchgoers. Really, uh, they are more likely. Uh, the The more likely they are to endorse empirically unsupported ideas about. UFOs, the less religious they are. Really? Yeah. What about like all this like anti-vax stuff? How does that work in? I do not know. Uh, that is not listed here. Um, they, but this does talk about a series of studies uh, that demonstrate a link between low religiosity and belief in advanced alien visitors. I think that's fascinating. Huh. It's Weird. and 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 the the theory uh, I think of this author at least is that certain people need to believe in something beyond uh, what is obvious and explainable, beyond yeah. what is what what is evident right. uh, in this life. There needs there needs to be more for these mystery. People. Yeah, but what's funny is. Well, no, I'm going to challenge that word mystery. And the reason is that I think when you only are willing to acknowledge what is evident, nine, almost everything is a mystery because evident, what is evident is, 
is just a small we know that's that there's more out there that there's more to this universe than what we have yet perceived hmm. and what it is we choose not to guess at right so it is mysterious in the right. truest sense to us to people like us whereas other people decide to establish a belief they decide to uh to to solve the mystery by by inserting by 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 coming up with something hmm so i'd say there's less mystery because for you and i the question of whether or not there's uh whether or not there's intelligent life elsewhere in the universe is a mystery it is mysterious we have no solution to that yet right for them it's not a mystery they've just decided to believe it huh so i don't know i think that there's a very interesting like some people just have a need to believe things i believe in life on other planets you have a you have a st- an established belief i believe so okay well because but it but it's not like i, I believe in the possibility i believe i believe very I mean, strongly in it, the possibility the, of the life takes no specific form right do you believe that that they've visited here no 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 uh, because well Again, lack of evidence. Right. Well, it seems that. it seems then arbitrary that you would believe that it because it seems impossible that there w- could be this grand expanse, yeah, and there not be life out there. Yeah, and and it does seem like uh, you know, right? Like it, when you it, hear it, physicists talking about like odds, yeah, on this thing, right? Mathematically, it seems likely that there is intelligent life somewhere else, right? However, uh, then there was the physicist. I don't remember the name. Who just said, then where are they? Why haven't we heard from them? Why haven't we seen any evidence of them? A lot of, a lot of good reasons why we wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be that there's the, that they're evolving as we speak and we're just the first. Could be that we are evolving at the same rate or slower or whatever, but the distances are too great. Yeah. Yeah. They're 65 million light years away. Yeah. And all the hopes of being able to travel faster than light are just hopes. Right. You know. So far, yeah, nothing more. Right. And, and then so, there's also the uh, the possibility that we're the last. Right. They may have already all run their course and we're the last ones. Right. Who knows? Right. Any, any of these are possibilities, which is why I say to establish a belief is, for my mind, it doesn't work. Right. Because... Because it's so much smarter, it's so much more, not smarter, it's so, it makes more sense to my brain to just live in the we don't know. Right. And become, no, we, and, I, and become I, I as cannot, comfortable as we can with the I we don't know. I cannot say that we know. Right. That's not what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is, considering everything, I, ha- I have to side on, well, yeah, I guess I, I believe that it's out there. Right. Huh. Like all right, right? Because it's like, it's and I and I know there's no evidence for it. Yeah, but I I think it's a more tenable position that there is. That's an interesting thing. See, I to my mind, it's more tenable to say to just live in we don't know and not establish a belief one way or the other. Okay. I just but yeah, but, I but mean, the conclusion to draw on the issue in my mind, is that there is something, there are, who knows, uh, full-on civilizations, advanced, uh, primitive, right. not intelligent at all, just 
you know, right. Either some kind of globulous, whatever. Right. It's, it's also like, really possible that there could be an insanely advanced civilization well beyond our technical technological capabilities. That's just not interested in anybody else. Yeah. That's just interested in themselves and they just live their lives. Yeah. But that's, but this gets to, I think, what this article is on about. Right. Because human beings, the way we have evolved, the brains that we have, uh-huh. can't live with just this is it. We need there to be more. We want there to be a grander thing. Right. But this is not about a grander thing. This is about... There has to be life out there. No, but I'm 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 moving on to a larger point, which right. is that like the the reason that we as a species wouldn't be those aliens that are just concerned with themselves and stick to that. Right. Because we just need to be going we there must be more and we have to know. Mm-hmm. And we just we are searchers, we are mm-hmm. explorers, we are we are constantly looking. Right. It's not necessary. Right. There's no need for it, but it's just what we do. Hmm. No. And I think that that's part of uh, of what what happens when someone abandons religion, when they discover religion not to be true. Right. They they suddenly like flail about because they want something more than just the earth beneath, uh, under their feet and the air. Right. Well, they're looking they're for some kind of meaning. Well, meaning. Right. Yeah. Meaning. Meaning a, a and connection thing. and. Uh, and answers. I think you're right about that, that it is less mysterious, um, to believe in alien visitation. Yeah. You know, cause then at least it's, because there's a lot of answers that you had to, a lot of questions that you had to get answers to. Yeah. Right. Because like if there's alien visitation, then whatever life is out, is out there is advanced and has advanced technology and can, you know, traverse the impossibly vast spaces between stars right you know like like there's a lot of answers there yeah yeah a lot of a lot of things have been worked out for you with just that one simple assumption yeah if you just believe that we have been visited by aliens you are suddenly like there's a there's a lot inherent in that yeah now what form they take and all of that that can still be up in the air but whether they're green or blue we don't know we don't know we know they're one of those two colors (laughs) Uh, that's what color aliens are, is either green or blue. But we don't know which ones they, which one they are. What about dark brown? No, no, no. They are never dark brown, are they? No. Huh. No. They're not even like any, exactly, any of our flesh tones. They have to be exotic. Are out. They have to be extraterrestrial. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if James Cameron had made Avatar critters just our flesh tones? It would be ridiculous. Well, the whole would, pre, the whole concept would have been silly at that point. Well, there there would have been some uncanny valley stuff that happened with that one. <laughs> you know the uncanny valley. No, I don't. know Oh, what you're so the about. the uncanny valley. So the first version of what cartoon, like early animated show, like movie, right? It came out, and all the test audiences were like, "There's something really fucking weird with this this show." <laughs> oh, I think it was like um, the Shrek. Oh, Shrek movies. Right? Oh, really? Because the, the, the people were people. Okay. Right? And they had made them look a little too people people. Oh. Uh, right? And so they had to go back and kind of cartoon them up a little bit. 
because they were so they were close but not close enough. They weren't accurate enough that people were just fucking creeped out looking at these approximations. That happened with that uh, with the the Tom Hanks train. Yeah, that one's super fucking creepy. Movie too. Yeah, really creepy. Yeah, because because what we don't want is people who look too much like people but not enough like people. Yeah, and so the uncanny valley is. This so as the the renderings of humans get better and better and better, there's this point where it drops off into this uncanniness that that is just it's very unsettling. Right, right, right. And you have to get past the uncanny valley to basically perfect representations of human faces, and it's it, it's actually to be honest. Um, both Princess Leah and whatever general dude's name is in the um, in the in what what was that thing called? Not Rogue One. Uh, Rogue uh, One was it Rogue One? Yeah. Uh, At the okay. end of it, well, the general threw the whole thing. Tarkin, R- right? Threw the whole thing. He creeped me the fuck out. Yeah. And then Princess Leia was really fucking right. creepy. Young Leia, yeah. who yeah, because because. And you don't know what it is about it. Like, you, there's no way to pinpoint what it is that's not working with Those that were face. Incredibly good renderings, and yet they didn't. I mean, that didn't. looked like Tark, the actor who played Tarkin. Yeah, it really did. One, well, ninety nine point eight percent right. looked like him. He's all and the way there. Something wrong, and yet we can't do it. Anyway, uh, anyway, we spent a lot of time on this. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is. I, I, the, well, a, there are two points to be made here. Oh, yeah? One is that aliens are blue or green. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what we were getting at with all of that. But the other point is, uh, I feel like we as a, as a culture need to sort of come to terms with this uh, exam, with, with, with how we deal with the need that humans, that many humans seem to have for a belief in something. It's tough, right? Because you want us just to be able to not. I would like that. I you mean, I, it feels that's what feels the rightest. I mean, we're the, supposed to be the skeptics. We're supposed to be the ones that don't believe until we have a good reason to believe. Yeah. But we're not. We're still people. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I don't think we are offering any solutions here uh, today. No, I think what we're saying is, you know, pull your head out, people. <laughs> Stop believing in aliens, assholes. <laughs> And if that made you angry, please send us an email. Please write to us. You can write to us uh, on the emails podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And if you really, really, truly believe, you can always call us. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. The truth is out there, people. Uh, go to the Facebook page to find it, uh, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge or request to join. It's a fantastic community of like-minded people and it's moderated and they all believe in aliens so that's interesting that is interesting hey we got some people to thank uh mackenzie who does our our facebook page uh is amazing and wonderful and, and thank you so much for that mackenzie and thanks also to danny sarah and amy for their fine work as the moderators of the members only lounge uh they they actually put in a lot of behind the scenes time and i really appreciate it me too. Yeah. And thank you to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah. What fun, fun music it is. Woo-hoo. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it when you do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.